Thanks for joining us here. But before you buckle the kids in and play this on full blast, heads up, this podcast has some cussing and adult content. I'm Carla Tenike, a mother, sister, photographer, and friend. I started my podcast journey as a way to connect with people from all walks of life, giving them space to share their stories with me one person at a time. I first met Boo last winter when she approached me about doing a photo shoot where she was going to show her scars from her latest bout with breast cancer. This was her second time, and she felt she was coming out on top and felt really good and thought that a photo shoot would be a really great way to commemorate that. I was more than game. This winter, I found out that Boo was fighting cancer for the third time. It's now in her brain, her liver, her spine, everywhere. So, Miss Wu, tell me where you're at right now. Where I'm at? Yeah. Where you're at, you're cancer for the third time? Yes. Is that where, where we're at? Yeah. Guess for a third time. How do I feel? I don't know yet. Yeah, still processing? There's more with the flow, I guess. I don't know. How did you find out this time you had it? Like, what led you to... Um, my hips was hurting. I thought I was constipated. Wow. Yeah, I thought I was constipated for like weeks. I was doing like all these stretches and exercises at work and it'd go away for like a day or two and then it come back and then I was just like, okay, I'm going to the doctor for some laxative stuff. But he wanted to do a bone scan and he did a bone scan he found it in the bone. Mm. So it wasn't constipation after all. Were you, how surprised were you? Hmm, not really surprised. I don't think I was that, I don't even think I was surprised really. Really? Yeah. Is it because, I mean, this is your third time, so right. it's like after you have it once, after you had it the first time, right. did you think like, fuck this, I'm done? Or did you think um, like, oh, were you always kind of scared? Disorder, I was trying to think that way, Yeah. but I kind of went that way. So I didn't really bother, let it bother me too much. I just went with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. And then how long was it between the first, when you had it the first time, beat it, um, and then it came back? First time I had it in 2012, and it came back in 2014. Yeah, like 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Around, it's Sunday because it was 2012 in January and 2015 in February. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Wait, was it the second time that's when we did our right, photo shoot? Right, that's when we did our photo shoot. A lovely photo shoot. That was and then fun. this time it came back in yeah. January of 2016. Huh. Hmm, right? Yeah. Hmm. That kind of messes with you, doesn't it? With the yeah. time of year when things happen around the same... Yeah. Around the same month. Yeah. Years. Yeah. So why does it... How does this time feel different? Like... Um... Probably this time is more aggressive and more... Uh... I don't know. It just, it just confuses me. I don't know. I don't even know what's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going with the flow. That don't mean I'm going no time soon or, you know, sooner than you, later than you. It's just, it's here. So, yeah. you just got to deal with it. Yeah. So, that's kind of what we all have to deal with. Like, exactly. Every you just life. Yeah. Because you could fall down the stairs tomorrow. And exactly. I walk outside today, get hit by a truck. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things, like, when talking with dying and stuff. And I don't know, the Mexicans, they got something figured out. I'm telling you, with... The way they view death, the way I was raised with talking about it, it's, while it's, it's not necessarily fear I feel, it's that I'm going to miss everybody. But yeah. then if you think like, and I don't know, I, wa- I really want to know what you think, like, and where your head, head is at, because you've been in a space that we've not been in, right. where it's like, you've been told you have 
you have cancer and that right. could be terminal. And like, right. how do you process that? Like what goes through your head? I, I'm just processing. I don't even know how to act. I just be myself. That's all you can do. I don't want to act no different. I don't want to be depressed because it takes you down faster. To me. Yeah. I think it takes you down faster. Yeah. But I have a great support group, so how can I be sad? You do have a great support group. Do you remember the text you sent us? Which one? Which text? So who told us on a Friday night? Mm-hmm. Who told us on a Friday night and a bunch of us were going over to see her on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we got a text from her telling us, if I remember, it said, hey, my peeps, my thoughts on life. None of oh. us know when we're going to die. Oh, yeah, I said something like, don't come to my house with no tears because who knows who's going first. Because, what did I say? Yeah, basically that. And then she said, um, none of us know when we're going to die. So one of us could die tomorrow. Right. And you said, and if that was the case, we're going to be crying every day. Right. That's what I yep. said. Yep. It's true. It's true. And that's, that's really how you should live life anyway, is that... You try to be present in the moment right. and try to be present while we're here connecting. You put your phones away or just make eye contact. You really have a, a present experience because you just, you just never know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't. But, you know, it does have to kind of color how you are experiencing day-to-day stuff now because you're fighting it. You're actively fighting it. Right. You know? It does. It, and it's a toll on your body. Like, how, how's your body feeling? Right now, I'll be nauseated a lot, but not too much. But some mornings are worse than others. This is, well, my bones, that's gotten better because there was one point where I couldn't really stand too good. Mm. I needed, like, assistance, but now I'm better. I don't know what that is, how the bone pain just, it just went down so much. Oh, yeah, the radiation, maybe. <laughs> You just came from that, right? Yeah, you, you just, just came from your appointment? It gave me nausea. And like I'm about to lose my hand a little bit because you see I got ball spots. So yeah. I'm about to shave it off. You have got a beautiful head. I'll tell you what. Oh, like gosh. Head, right? I'm telling you, like, like, not everybody can pull off a bald head. But you can. <laughs> Ready for it, man. Yeah, you are going to just... show yeah. until you actually do it. That's true. I'm not, I don't know that I'm willing to risk that quite yet, but maybe. Oh, maybe. I know it's just hair. That's usually that's usually been my, my attitude with hair is like, fuck it. And give myself a mohawk overnight and cut it off and whatever. But it is something. It's hard to get it. T- like, were you really attached the first time you lost your hair? Was that oh, like a yeah, big deal? Oh, yeah, my butt. Oh, yeah. Locks. Yeah, locks. They were so beautiful. Oh my gosh, that's what you had the first time? Yes, I have to show you that picture. Yeah, you do. Wait, is that your profile picture now? Or one of them, one of them recently I saw? Yeah, I really would love to see that. I'll, I'll actually send it to you. So that's like a, that's like, and, and I, know what, I know what you're talking about because my hair, I feel like, defines me. Like everyone yeah. knows she's got either pink hair or blue hair or whatever. And oh my gosh, she has beautiful dreads. And then to go and lose that, how did that feel? Did you wait or did you shave? Were you like, fuck it, um, I'm just going to shave it? Like, what did you do no, for I waited that? a little bit. Um, I have a habit of like pulling the size of my hair. Mm-hmm. It's like a comfort. And one day I was doing it when I was sitting in the chair at the um, chemo and it started coming out in clunks. Uh, I called up Des and I said, it's time. Uh. So I let all my nieces and nephews come over. They all got a little chop, you know. Yeah. So now they fight over who's cutting out the hair this time. 
Yeah, <laughs> there's not as much to go around, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. They were laughing that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so. And how's your family and all this? Oh, they're wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. They just act normal besides for trying to feed me everything under the sun. Yeah. <laughs> they act normal. Like, anybody hungry, come on over to my house. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, you had quite a spread on Sunday, by the way. Yeah, that's what they do. Is that normal? Or did they heard I was coming and they were like, let's roll out the red carpet? That's pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, they just love feeding everybody. They know people yeah. coming over. I call my mom and I'm like, sure, everybody's coming over. She'll just be at work like, oh my gosh, what I'm going to stop and get. I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. What yeah. do Sherry like and what do Jess and Des like and... Yeah. Just go on and on and on. I know your family's great. Yeah. I felt so welcome there. They loved, oh my goodness, they loved you. Did they really? Oh, they loved you. <laughs> my sister was going to bring me in. She said, we're going to the one with the colorful hair, right? I was like, yeah. See? I love her. Oh, I know, right? Oh, man, I'll go back anytime. Yeah, I felt so at home at your house. Yeah, that's how they make people feel. Yeah, they really do. And also, it reminded me a lot of my house and what it's like. Sherry probably told you, yes. full of people. Yes. Like, uh, adopted, foster, down the street, you're my sibling. Like, I don't know who this guy is, but come on in. Like, that's yeah, that's yeah. I. That's exactly Everybody. what I felt. You are knock on my door right now. I'm going to be like, oh, come on in. What you want? Are you hungry? Yeah, I feel like I could just sit on the couch and snuggle with somebody and yeah, have a good time. Yeah, yeah, I felt really nice. The energy in there was great. Everybody was really upbeat and happy and, you know, because yeah. I didn't know what I was going to walk into either, yeah. you know, because you could go either way. Like, everybody could be really sad or and serious or they could just be themselves. And it felt like everyone was just themselves joking around. I don't like negative energy around me. They know that. Mm -hmm. So that's why they walk around. They just act normal. Yeah. Just... That's all you can do, right? Exactly. Would you walk around looking sad for for what? Yeah, you're missing out on right. the energy, you know, enjoying. Enjoying life. Yeah. There's no time to be sad. No, there's time for that later in life, like exactly. whatever. You can't fight it, right? Exactly. You can't. Yeah. And I had heard too many stories about, you know, when people pass and stuff like that, and everything's been like good things. You know what I mean, like. I heard stories about people who went to the other side and they came back and they tell you like what they saw and what happened and yeah and I'm just like wow really hmm. me personally and I'm just saying this is me where we live in now is somewhat held to me with all the stuff that's going on in the world all hmm. the bad stuff that's going on yeah so personally to me that's how I look at things. With all the things happening to the kids, the, it's just, the road is just, I don't know, it's crazy. The people in the road is crazy. Yeah. That's how I look at it. So what do you think, what do you think happens after you die? What are your beliefs? I think you just go to the other side and live a better life. Yeah. A happier life. Just, I personally think that you go to the other side and you prepare for your family to come over. Yeah. That's how I look at life. I just think you're over there preparing for them. Like, I have a grandmother, aunt, an uncle that passed already, so. And I've had my grandmother come visit me a couple of times in my dream and my yeah. aunt visit me. Yeah. And it felt so good when I wake up. It felt so real that I called my mother and said, Mom, did grandma pass away? Because it felt that real. Wow. She kept sitting by my bed, rubbing my back, saying, your mother's going to be okay. Your mother's going to be okay. She's a strong woman. She's a strong woman. I kept having that dream for like 
I had it like for almost like a week. And then when I finally realized my mother gonna be okay, it stopped. And I had a dream about my aunt. I always told my friends, I wish you could have met my aunt Trust. And she was just like so laid back, so cool. Da, da, da. So one day I dreamt that she came to me in Desiree. We was in a car and we picked up in this, um, it was like this, this freeway and like this tunnel and she came up and she got in the car. We spent the whole day with her. We just laughed, laughed, because that's all she ever did was laugh. Hmm. We just laughed and laughed. And then she said, okay, girls, I gotta go back. And we was like, okay. She got out of the car and went back in that tunnel. A light came on and she just waved and disappeared. And I woke up with a smile on my face. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. It's pretty powerful, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I woke up and I told dad, you met my aunt. And she was just like, no, I didn't. I said, yeah, we spent the whole day with her. She was like, boo, I did not meet your aunt. I was like, okay. That's what you think. Yeah. <laughs> you spent the whole day laughing. And yes. All she was about was laughter. Yeah. So. That's got to feel pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I had a dream like that once um, about my friend who died uh, two and a half years ago. And it, it's like, you know, that feeling when you wake up and you're like, I had a dream, but it wasn't a dream. Right. It was real. Like he was, I really saw him, you know, and I've never had. I've never had that before. I had it one time and my mom was sitting in the room. It was in the kitchen when I, it was like from when we were growing up, Sherry, mm -hmm. the picnic table in the kitchen was all crazy. And Dodie was there and my mom and he just came and was like, we're all connected. You're ready to hear that now. And I was reading a book that was explaining that. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And I, and I knew as soon as I let go of his arm, I was going to wake up and I did. And I was like, oh my God, I saw Eric. Like it was, it was, it changed my life. Yeah. But it made me feel like so much more like calm and I didn't feel as like frantic and it helped me just feel less scared, I guess. Yeah, I think it does get better from here. Energy never dies, right? No, it's a, I think it's impossible. Do you think you come back at all or do you think you, when you die, you cross over and then it's just one big party? I think you cross over and I think when you're needed here, you come. Yeah. I think. I had a really bad accident and 20, no, 20, 2007, where my car flipped up in the air three times. Oh, what? And I was the only one in that car, and someone whispered in my ear, close your eyes. I immediately closed my eyes, and when I closed my eyes, my car flipped in on its feet. I don't know how, on the tires. I don't know how that car landed on its tires. It should have been upside down. And my mother said, it probably was your father. And I walked out that accident with a little scratch on my hand. Are you serious? Of course, I was sore the next morning, but Shit. They, they said, close your eyes, and I closed my eyes. That's crazy. And my car was on all fours, and the car was just demolished. They could not believe it. Now, coming from that, a car flipping over three times, you get a scratch, you walk away, mm -hmm. and then you get cancer three times. Right. What does that feel like? Wow. I don't know. I think about that, too. Like you're, you're, um, you're meant to be here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here for a reason. What do you think that reason is? I don't know. I try to figure it out. I sit and think about that too. I think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. I do too. I don't know what it is, but I know I'm pretty much like the backbone of the family. Mm-hmm. Because everything is like, hey, come boo. Okay. Because I don't like sadness. I don't like drama and all that stuff like that. And they keep that from me. And I don't keep it going. And I love my friends and I love my family and I love doing stuff with them. I love the kids. 
I'm just like a happy person. No matter what I've been through, I'm a happy person. Yeah. Like I always find the good in everything bad. I'll find the good in it. So you're like the light for people. That's yeah. my observation and seeing you with your friends and seeing yeah. you with your family. You are like the sun. Right. Like I bring everyone, yeah. I connect everyone together. They're yeah. like, well, how do you know this person? Well, I met them through Sherry and then Sherry got to know them through me. And then like everyone that's connected. If you bring everyone together, mm -hmm. I'll be in the middle of that whole circle. How I brought everyone together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. It's got to feel nice. One day. Well, yeah. was asking me. Well, how did you get to know this person? Because you knew Sherry first. I said, yeah, I knew Sherry first. And then I met this person over here, and I introduced them. They got along, and yeah. everyone connects to me. And like, I can invite everyone to my house, and they get along. Like, yeah. Everyone. Like, a lot of my friends, they're exes of exes. And oh, I, I was wondering when I was there the other day. I'm like, who dated who? Uh, <laughs> Cause, we can talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can show people. <laughs> I know how it is in the lady crew, boy. <laughs> Speaking of, are you with anybody right now? No. How do you feel about that? Right now, because this is the type of person I am, I don't want nobody to be going through this right now with me. But I'm fine. Well, what about for you, like in terms of like support me, of a person, of, um, your, of a significant other? Because I find someone to appreciate me, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Unless I find someone that... I'm going to put myself on a pedestal that deserves me. Yeah. And I haven't found that person. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm not going to just settle for anyone. Yeah. And believe me, Good. my friends are right there. As soon as I even look like I'm talking to somebody, oh, when are we going to meet her? <laughs> I know. I, gonna, yeah. I would be nervous for whoever wants to date you. I'm going to Okay, I got some sisters. You might get the eye. I got some friends. You're really going to get the eye. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you know how tough you're going to be with it. Yeah. But no, I haven't met anyone yet that I would settle down with. Are you even, is that even on your mind at all? No. Nope. Not right now, it's not. Yep. Nah. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm fine. I get that. It's so funny because all my friends' girlfriends, you would think they were my girlfriends because when I'm around, like, my friends don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 they'll tell you too <laughs> <laughs> like the funniest thing ever yeah yeah but it's nice to feel so much love from so many people but I do know there is there is that difference you know one of the things I thought of with my mom is after she divorced she and my dad got divorced after being together for 25 years and she never was with anybody else after my dad and I always felt like so sad about it but who am I to feel sad about that for because maybe she was happy I don't I don't think she was but she could have been so you know when she was dying I was I was just angry about that for a long time like she deserves to have somebody like her person there for her but then I'm so selfish I wasn't even thinking of the other person mm -hmm. and like what they would be going through and the loss they would feel and the grieving and all that and you just open my eyes to something that mm -hmm. That wasn't for somebody else to experience, you know? I thought it was Sherry. <laughs> what? People ask me, do you date? And I was like, no. And then I said, and I think about it, I was like, but I can't say I knew her girlfriend and she was an amazing woman. Like, I love Brenda. Brenda was so amazing. Her smile just lit up the whole room. Yeah. Yeah, and for her to, like, find someone that's going to make her happy like Brenda did, that's going to be a very special person. I love Brenda. Brenda was awesome. Very awesome. Do you feel like you're going to see Brenda? I know. I'm going to see everybody. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a nice feeling. Yeah. You're going to see me. Too. Oh, we, 
hey, we're hanging out. I'm telling you. Yeah, I do believe that after, like, we're going to, mm -hmm. I'll be meeting up. Like, there's, we're, people are in each other's lives for a reason. Like, yes. there's, there's, like, like, energy clusters of people that, you know, when you meet somebody and you're, like, instantly comfortable or you just have this familiarity with them and you're, like, have this deja vu feeling and you're, like, shit. Well, yeah, you, you know, you've met each other before. It's just another life, another, another go round, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that with you. I, I, what, I just meet you for officially for the first time last year? Mm -hmm. I feel like I've known you forever. That's like, I feel so comfortable with you. Sherry, Sherry know me. Yeah. Sherry, no, I'm not comfortable around a lot of people. When I met you, I was just like, hey. <laughs> you did take your shirt off for her. I mean, exactly. I have that effect on women. Can I be honest? <laughs> <laughs> what were you? I, I was surprised at how ease at ease Boo was yeah. that day. That was very. That's a day I'll never forget. Yeah. Mm -mm. That was fun. That yeah. was a lot of fun. And I, awesome. I knew she wanted to take the pictures. Yeah. I knew how important they were, but I wasn't sure it was going to happen that day because you two had never really met. And yeah. To see her at such ease, and then as the pictures were being taken, you could see how beautiful she felt. It was amazing. Oh my God, you lit up this room. I mean, that smile, and like, you were just like, fuck it, here I am, yeah, you know? That's amazing. Cause Sherry gets in, she's so cool, she's gonna make you comfortable, I know how you are. I have a white beater on everything. I'm I know, you're like, boop, let's get rid of that. <laughs> Carla, why take this shirt off? <laughs> here I am. I know the shirt's in the ceiling fan, <laughs> woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, my most memorable photo shoot. I can't even. Yeah, there was so much energy in the room and light and like, yeah. But I think that kind of brings us back to when you asked that question about her having a partner. I get we all want someone that special someone in our life, but sometimes I think we're lucky and we have a lot of special people yeah. and their friends and family. And as you said, when you're at that photo shoot on Sunday, Boo is so loved. I don't. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I mean, I can't speak for her, but I don't know if she's ever really alone. I mean, we all have moments we feel alone, you know. But yep. she's so loved. I, I think that she'll always have people there taking mm -hmm. care of her and supporting her, and it doesn't have to be a partner. No, right. I don't doubt that for one second. You know, mm -mm. that's just that. I'm happy with just that. If I never find love, I know I have my friends and my family. Yeah. That's all the love I need right now. Yeah. That's some powerful love. Yeah, it yeah. is. Like, I, I walked in not knowing hardly anybody, and I felt loved and appreciated and cared for. Really, truly, I really did. Everybody was so kind, and, like, they weren't, like, just focusing it on just on you. It was, like, just this wide spread of love of everybody just kind of bumbling around and wrangling the kids and get yeah joking and goofing and it just felt great it felt wonderful i really loved it i really loved the time i had there for sure that's how they are yeah i was like no i'm not leaving they're like well text me when you get home so i'm coming right over text me when you get home i'm coming right over text me when you get home okay i'm good <laughs> but that's how you are with your friends yeah. and your family you're the hub i like that yeah anytime i leave her house text me so i know you get home so yeah you know there's there's that connection. And there was yep. a time when Sherry didn't call me, but I did Sherry. <laughs> yeah, I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I would not yeah. sleep until she called. Yep. <laughs> it's nice to have a friend like that, honestly. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I was married to a guy who never asked that. I travel across the world, and I wouldn't even call him and say I got there okay, because oh, no. that just wasn't our relationship.
So when I now have friends that are like, if you don't call me when you get somewhere or text me and let me know you're there, okay? I'm like, well, that's new, but I love how it makes me feel. Yeah. It makes me feel really cared for and looked after, even if you get mad if I forget. Right. Yeah. I'll text you when I get there. That's right. So you'll be texting us, right? Mm-hmm. If you go first. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Father Sherry, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny, not to, but we, during the, um, Brenda's brother got up and spoke about her, and the joke always was that she would call it the most, um, the most inappropriate times, like people are sitting down at dinner or something. And when we were standing at the graveside and they're saying their last words, Mm-mm. somebody's cell phone went off. Nah. Mm. So <laughs> I think those, you know, little signs. So yeah. We'll be looking for them and from each other. And yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Ah, so do you have any regrets, Miss Boo? Any things you wish you didn't do, wish you did? Oh, I don't think I do because I think I learned from everything I've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot part of the person I am today. Maybe some dating, but we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we all have those stories. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. I know. That's a whole other podcast. Oh my god. So if you if mobility wasn't an issue right now and you could do anything, go anywhere, what would you do? What do you want to do that you, what do you still want to do that you haven't done yet? It's funny because I can't really say nothing. Because I'm so loved by friends and family, that's all that matters to me is friends. You don't want to be loved on a tropical beach somewhere? No. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, let's go. <laughs> that's, that's My friends pretty amazing. are so important to me. Anybody can tell you that. Like, I moved to Florida for a year and I think I was just going crazy. Because I couldn't see everyone. Yeah. I was just like. And everyone's up here. This yeah, is where you're. Like, yeah. I gotta go back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's really nothing I want to do. Because everything I want to do, I want everybody to do it with me. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm going to find a little track the beach. I want them all there with me. Right? So. That would be fun. Yeah. You imagine the cookout? What? Oh. Oh, that would be fun. We should do a big party. Somebody's birthday's coming up. Yep, someone's birthday's coming up. Whose birthday's coming up? My friend Tish. Oh. <laughs> 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 Mine's in Tish. When? In March. Mine's March 16th. Nice. So we try to do stuff together. Yeah. She's already asking what do I want to do. What do you want to do? I'm not big on celebrating my birthday. Why not? I never was. Even as a kid. Yeah. Just as long as everybody was together, I was happy. Mm-hmm. So that's all I ever did. Yep. So we were just raised so tight as kids. All that six kids. Mm-hmm. And we were just so tight. Like, she raised us to, you got to be there for each other. You got each other's back. You know, you love, you love, you love, you give. We didn't have much, but we gave to people who had even less. Yep. My mother even took in kids, and we barely had beds for ourselves. Yep. But she didn't care. We slept on the floor. We ate bologna and cheese for weeks. We found, like, the cheapest food. As long as we could share it with someone, we did not care. Like, our friends would have, like, all the name brands, this, that. We, what is this? We don't, I don't care. I'm wearing no shoes over there. My sister had one yesterday, so she can't go outside today because I'm wearing them. Yep. That's how we were raised. And we did not care because we were so loved. Like, we're in the house playing games as family while they're running the streets. Mm. So that's how we was raised. So. That's a pretty wonderful way to be raised. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can tell that. That's the energy in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
My mom was a lot like that too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not kidding when I tell you I'd come home and I'd be like, who are these four kids? Oh, they're going to be with us for a while. All right. Yes. Okay. Uh, also Great. I brought a friend home one day and my mom was like, who is this? It's just my younger sister. She's like, oh, this is Nene. She's like, oh, she's staying the night with us. Okay, she got any clothes? Her mother ain't had much. She had two sons and Nene. And Nene didn't have nothing. They didn't have nothing. So my mother's like, okay, she can stay the night. 20 something years later, she was still with us. Then Tanisha came along. It was like, all the people you met was people that we brought into our home. Mm-hmm. That's just, we loved it. We didn't care. We had to share. There was days I couldn't go outside because my sister wanted to wear the outfit I was going to wear. <laughs> we didn't care because we know when those street lights came on, my mother opened up that door, them kids running in. No questions asked. Mm-hmm. And it was from that moment of being in the house, it was just game time the whole night till we yeah. go to bed. What kind of games did you play? Games my stepdad made up. We had a wonderful stepdad. He made up, he showed us games with money, just games with ourselves, just all kinds of stuff. Just made up stuff, yeah. hide and seek in the house. Mm-hmm. We just did like everything. Like on days he got paid, we get to eat at any restaurant we want to. Like literally my mother would get in the car and go to different places to pick up food for us. Wow. But we was not spoiled. We appreciated. it. Yep. Where did you guys pick to go eat? One of us would do Burger King, one would do Church's Chicken, mm. Popeye's. Shit. Like anywhere you wanted, one day a week. Yep. You got to eat at that place. I remember that. I remember when my dad would get KFC. That was like the fucking lottery at our house because we I had eight siblings right. plus plus plus, and the, you know how expensive KFC yeah. was back in the day. I was like, oh my god! And if you got a breast, forget it. <laughs> oh my god! You were like, yes. You're lucky if you got one leg in my family. That was like a big deal. Or we'd go to Ponderosa because it had yeah. the, the salad bar. That was a big deal. That was the only place we really got taken out to eat was Ponderosa. We didn't go anywhere else. Same here. Yeah, Ponderosa. Well, yeah, because if you got takeout, you could, the treat was to get a soda too, but it was cheaper to get like a two liter. Right. Than to everyone to be at a restaurant getting a plus a tip. and Yeah. So Ponderosa was. That was the jam. Good old days. My fun time was when my mother used to go to the store. <laughs> and by like, you know, back in the days, you get a whole bunch of bologna for a dollar. <laughs> Literally, it's literal like bologna. Five dollars worth of bologna. Five dollars worth of cheese. Yes. All the cheap bread in the store. Open up the back door. Even us had to get in line. Yep. And every wow. kid on the block lined up for a sandwich. Wow. Sandwiches just being passed out. And those kids today still tell that story when we see them. Yeah. No, oh, your mother used to get us bologna and cheese sandwiches out the back door. Good <laughs> <laughs> old days. How your mother doing? She was the best. Oh my gosh. If she can't eat out right now, your kids, oh, did they eat? What did they eat? Are they hungry? Oh my God, Jeez. she would love my son because he is oh. a bottomless pit right now. She would love him. She would. Oh my God. If, if she gets excited when people actually eat, mm-hmm. she would love my son. Oh, see, she would love it. Yeah. Yeah, he is just. And he gets all reactive when he eats. He's like, ooh, mm, oh, and he gets all excited about it. It's funny. I love that bologna and cheese story. That is, that is funny. We had to stay in the line, too. Like, we did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My parents used to do that. We have a picture of uh, when they made candy apples, which are really disgusting when you think about it. Like, the hard shell candy. Oh, they're terrible. But there's a picture of my dad actually holding this, like, tray of candied apples. And all the kids in the neighborhood, we had a bunch of kids on the street crowded around like ah I gotta have a candy apple 
Yeah, so they never just made it just for us. It was always for whoever, because we did it on the front porch, and like that was where we hung out was the front porch, because everybody you'd see everybody on the street playing kickball, and Tina and Gay lived next door, and the Murphys, and all these people were just running around the street, and it was fun. It's yeah. different now, yeah. right? Yeah, we got to chicken on the grill. Mm. But that was like, we would tell everybody, oh, we're going to have a baseball game in the park. Everybody come to the park. My stepdad would get all the food and stuff. And we just go. My, step, sorry, my stepdad was a big believer in let like, kids be kids. Yeah. That don't run around, have fun. Yep. That don't live their life. So we would have like days we would go to the park and play baseball, just run around in the park all day, play. He invite all his friends. We have so much fun. Like, I would not take out my childhood for nothing in the world. We had so much fun. Mm, it sounds and that like just it. stuck with us. Like, we try to go where, you know, my nieces and them now, but little kids today. It's different, right? Get the sweat. Yeah. So. And then everyone's got their phones yeah. or iPod touches and their electronic BS. And to just sit around and, and play games is like. I've noticed with people our age, like when we get together, I have one friend, she's like, you can hang out for like 15 minutes and then she's like, okay, can we play a game now? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's like addicted, but it's really, it's actually really kind of fun, yes. you know? And so I've noticed a resurgence in my adult life of adults putting their electronics away and actually just connecting and playing games. But this younger generation, it's a lot harder to get them to like, connect in person it's and just run around and just be scary. it is scary and just so it's just so different from how we were raised being outside playing tag and hide and go seek oh. all the time till it was dark remember oh, man well, we had to be about street lights so yeah <laughs> yeah we were i was just talking about that with somebody else too the street lights would come on and then we'd come running home right yeah. now yep you know mm-hmm i don't know it's like I don't let my kids, like, like, they walk to and from school, but, like, they didn't, they don't know the neighborhood like I knew the neighborhood, right, right. you know? Like, I'm like, what street is this? They're like, I don't know. I'm like, what? I do not know what street is this is Farmington Avenue. No, I'm just kidding. They know that. But, <laughs> but, like, it's just, it's just a different way of growing up and being, you know? It's scary because I watched, like, five or six of my nieces sit at a table one day. I, I watched the kids, you know, watching them. They all on their phone. Who we got texting? Oh. They all texting one of my other nieces, so it's not there yet. Mm. Oh, what you doing when you coming over? Da, 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 da. Soon as she got there, tell me why she sat in the chair next to them. Got on the phone and started texting somebody else. I was like, wasn't y'all waiting for her to come over yet? So. She's here. She's here. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, nothing. We're just going to. I was just like, oh, my gosh. I said, just one day y'all should put those phones down and try to, like, get to know each other. Like, talk. Mm -hmm. Talk. Like, oh, why would we want to do that? I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> So now with my younger nieces and nephews, I try to do it where, put the electronics down. Yeah. Go outside and play. Playing what? All those sticks and rocks and yeah. stuff. Auntie gonna teach you how to play marbles. Yeah. Auntie gonna teach you how to do this. Auntie gonna... Hopscotch. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Damn, I was good at I was good. Like you're crazy. I know. Like, dude, come <laughs> on, I'll give my right toe to do some of this again. Yeah. Broke. We thought my niece and my niece had to play rope. They did it for a little bit, probably was a week, but she did Yep, double dutch. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I could never get in the rope, but <laughs> Do you have to start in the middle? <laughs> I still couldn't do it. Oh. <laughs> so I can just stand on the side. I know Dodie you did you know Dominique? She went to um, Dominique Welch. She went to Harvard. I yeah. Too. Only only white cheerleader. Yeah, she could she could jump double dutch and I used to be so fucking jealous. 
I still am because I couldn't. I had to start in the middle. I couldn't. I'd be standing on the end. One, hey, 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 nope. And then I get whipped by the fucking rope. Oh, man, it makes me so mad. Might have to do all chopping double dutch on finger rope. Nope. Nope. But I could play air double dutch where you pretend on the dance floor. What? Yes. I am. I am. You've got the movements. I do, but I just can't do it. It's like, you know, whatever. So the birthday's coming up. Hmm. Yeah. There's going to be a party. You know that, right? Mm. That'll be fun. Right that's right. That's where we were, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a that's set up for the party right there. Right? God, that bar with the wisteria over it. Oh, my gosh. That must be beautiful. Yeah, sometime. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joel and I were, were assessing the party the party plans when we were back there. I was like, oh, man, there's a pool here, there's a bar, there's this wisteria, there's just all this place to park. Yeah. You can just be... No one's ever in the house in the summertime. Yeah, why would you be? It's oh, like, that's a great backyard and great space. All you want in the house is the ones that got to go to work the next day and they're crying. <laughs> Sitting at the window. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hang out with you guys. Yep. How are you, how are you feeling right now? I know. I feel good. You feel good? Yeah, a little nauseous, but I'm fine. That's all. your presence. See that? Oh, <laughs> making you nauseous or fine? <laughs> fine. Oh, good, good, good. Because <laughs> okay, I was at the doctor's, I wasn't looking too good. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like almost just punch me in the face instead of being nauseous. That is like mm -hmm. that is that makes me absolutely crazy. It's like the worst. It is the worst. It, I so I'm trying to be sensitive to that too. I don't want to keep pushing you if you're just like I just want to lay down. I don't know if anything makes you. I'm, I'm, I'm watching that. Home yep. for mom. That's actually brilliant. That is With the handle on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the laundry detergent bucket cut off at the top with three bags in there. That is like... Gotta love it. That's perfect. <laughs> that's that's brilliant, actually. Brilliant. You could patent that. So, Miss Boo, what's which um, what's your legacy? What's the legacy you want to leave for people? Like, what do you want people to remember about you? And my smile, my happiness. It's unforgettable. Yeah, I'm pretty sure no one's gonna forget about me, but no. Of course not. Even though I'm not one for attention. Yeah, I'm not one for attention. But I know I won't be forgotten. Right, Ms. Brown? Never. Right, No. Are you crazy? <laughs> you out of your mind? <laughs> no. hard to do. No. I'll be at your podcast like, Hello. Knocking on. I'm like, boo, quiet. <laughs> I'm like, that's why they call her boo. Because she's going to be a ghost and scare the shit out of me for the rest of my life. <laughs> it'll be all good. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like, well, you know, like what just happened, right? When you said that, the room just filled with light. It did. It literally did. When you were talking about your smile and your happiness, the sun just burst through the room. Like, this is what it was like when we were doing your pictures. Yes. Do you remember that? The light in here was like... All your light for your photos that you need. Ah. Oh. There you go. Yes. Yes. Just not let me. Boo! Yeah. Turn it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah. I, de I definitely will. Just don't inter interrupt my game shoes. <laughs> a little bit of price is right, then after that I got you. <laughs> the price is right? Dude, but oh, that's Drew Carey, right? Yes. No. Doesn't, doesn't his hair stress you out a little bit? Yeah, they made it so white. Like, it's like, what? It's like, I think they're trying to make him like platinum blonde. Yeah. No, dude. Yes. No. Really? Andy had hair plugs, so it's like all shagadelic in the front. Own your bald head, Drew Carey. Own it, right? Yes. Oh, gosh. 
Yeah. See? And right? Like, women don't like that fake BS. No. Do you know I had a canary once named Drew Carey? <laughs> I did. Because when he first came out on the Drew Carey show, he was funny. Oh, yeah. He was funny and self-deprecating, and now he's like, hey, with his hair. But I still love that show. I just watched it for the first time in a long time the other day. I was in, I was in it. Wow. Mentally. I was, it was Dream Car Week. Where was I? Did you, were you watching it? Oh man, nobody won any of the I dream cars. I watched some of it. I thought it was back and forth, but I think I did see some of it. Mm -hmm. I think they set that up like that because nobody was winning. That's when they had all, all those expensive cars. Mm -hmm. yeah, yep. yeah, nobody was winning. Nobody it was, was making me mad. <laughs> it was, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Yeah, really nice cars. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I haven't seen that show in years. I can't believe it. I don't remember where I was that I even saw it, but I was, I was in it. So anything else you want to share before we wrap up and you can rest and snuggle your puke bucket? <laughs> <laughs> I just want everybody to live life to the fullest and don't give up. Those are great words to live by. Yeah. All right. I'm, and smile. Yeah. You have a beautiful smile. My thank God. You. Well, thank you so much for talking to me and sharing your story and being open and God, I wish you guys could see her smile. I'm actually going to take your photo before you leave. You need to know that. Okay. Yes, happening. <laughs> that's happening. Because the, the right, yeah. the light, yeah. And then I'll make sure I post it on the on the blog here, so you guys can see it when you listen to the podcast. You can actually see this smile that we keep talking about. It is absolutely lighting up the room. So thank you so much, Boo. Thank you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me for the very first episode of Eyes Up, Heart Open. If you'd like to donate to Boo's GoFundMe page, you can check it out at www.gofundme.com backslash Annette Alston. Links will be posted on our website at eyesupheartopen.com.